What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast, and I'm so excited today because we have some special guests, Michael and Rebecca Beach, and they are incredible. They started creating on YouTube back in the olden days of 2011 when they learned people were making money on the platform, and they made it their number one side hustle. With no experience or formal education, they've turned it into a thriving business and have amassed over a million subscribers. Now, they're starting to share what they've learned and are helping others grow on the platform too. Guys, we are so privileged and lucky to have them on the show today. And uh, so let's cue the intro and we'll get started. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Guys, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. We're excited to be here. Absolutely. This has been a long time coming. I've been trying to get you on the show for ages, but, you know, life (laughs) happens and things happen. And so I'm glad that we finally got it to work out and that you're here today. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we, I, I feel bad it took us so long to get together to, to film this, but I'm actually happy to make it happen once and for all, for sure. Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's okay. Life happens. Entrepreneurs happen. And that's the thing. You know, we get out, we start doing business, and you never know what kind of things grab our attention. And so uh, I want to introduce the audience to you and let them know uh, why they're listening and what you're about and who you're about. So before I let you tell about your journey and your path and how you're doing, I've got to say, and I told you a little bit about this in the beginning, my children love you guys. And so uh, all of my entrepreneurs that are listening to this show right now, if you have children, you gotta, you gotta like make sure that they go watch their channel. My children love you guys. So I appreciate you. I, I thank you so much because you guys create some fun content and you guys are superstars in my house. So super fun. And it's, it's, you're famous, you know, so <laughs> I appreciate that. But I want to tell everybody, uh, you know, have you tell everybody about your journey to getting into YouTube and making that work. Tell them what your channel is about, what you guys do and and that whole uh, that whole path. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Uh, Like you said, you know, at the beginning, um, I had no experience doing any video like uh, I I had no experience filming, no experience editing. Let's say he was always the one filming with his home videos. As a kid, you know, when you it's a home video camera and you're telling your siblings to put on some funny act, you know, but that was like nothing formal, no real education, nothing enough that I would feel confident filming with, you know, if I had a, if I had a crew or anything for sure. No social, I actually didn't like social media for a long time. (laughs) Definitely hated being on camera. I hated the sound of my voice on camera. I was like, that sounds weird. Wow. For me, it was like very foreign country uh getting started but um you know my wife rebecca said one day you know there's people making money on youtube <laughs> well, actually, 
started with we had moved away and I was like, we need to post videos because we have the only grandkid and my, oh, my yeah. parents don't get to see him. Oh, so yeah. we started filming just random home videos like, oh, this is what we're up to. But then my brother called and was like, you realize people are making money like just filming their lives. And I was like, no. <laughs> really? He's like, yeah. And you guys are entertaining. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that would be fun. So, I mean, we, we kind of had that idea in the back of our brain, but we also were just filming for family. And I was like, oh, my goodness, Michael, our family watched this video like 40 times. Yeah, I was like, why did they watch it so many times? And so we'd call her parents and be like, did you guys really like the video? I, I can see you guys watched it 40 times. We're like, we actually haven't even watched it yet. And oh, like, my gosh. Who's watching our videos? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like, what? Other people weird. care about it? That's weird. Yeah, so that was our little introduction into it. But then fast forward, I think, to one year. Yeah. And then... You know, I was, we were really dirt poor. We were like working at a storage <laughs> unit and we were making $600 a month. And, you know, it was like, it was great for us. We were, we were really happy, except I couldn't afford like making crafts and I really wanted to. And I was like, Michael, you know, if I made craft videos and we put them on the internet, it would be like, <laughs> They might make some money to cover the cost money. of the craft. And I totally didn't believe it. I was like, yeah, you should do this. You're like, That's Let awesome. me spend some money to make these videos. And he's like, okay. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, she knew exactly what to say to get me to say, okay. I got that entrepreneur. You know, I know what to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she was a salesperson. Yeah. It's so. like, I know how to sell it to make him think that it will be a good idea <laughs> so she filmed a couple more tutorial videos with with our cell phone you know at the time was like the original iphone this was right. like really quality and i was like i gotta edit this somehow so i would use like a windows movie maker and i was like frustrated with how difficult it was to edit and i didn't really know what i was doing and so you know we filmed a couple of videos just with basic minor edits mm -hmm. and you actually started to get a little bit of traction and I was like, wow. it was different. It was different than when we would just put our family videos. Our family videos, there was no rhyme or reason. There was no, hey, this is who I am. I figured right. the only people watching were my family, so I didn't need to explain anything, you know. Yeah. So there really wasn't any strategy. strategy or thought behind the videos. But when I was right. putting out these tutorials, I really was thinking, how can I help them understand if they want to make this thing? how to do it you know like what is the best way to explain and um i it was interesting because i mean it's 2012 at that point 10 years ago oh wow that's weird <laughs> but Which yeah. is like ages ago oh. in social media oh yeah know, that's like it's like 100 years ago <laughs> the wild west of youtube yeah <laughs> but i realized you know if you put something worthwhile on the internet something helpful to people they'll right. watch it right and i was like whoa this is kind of cool like i really wasn't expecting to get any views and then from there on it was like let's post this let's do this just random tutorials things that i was already going to do in my life and um we had one video no we had no idea why it went viral at the time do you remember how many <laughs> 
I don't know. You're talking about slime. How to make slime. So I did a how to oh, make geez. slime tutorial before the slime wave of craze. Oh, yeah. This trend. was way before, which now I'm like, dang it. I should have just kept doing that slime. <laughs> but I think you got like 2,000 views or something. And so we were like, right. wow, this video is like huge. Take it was our it best video. So we. I think it ended up at like 70,000. Like it was really like those were numbers that. We weren't seeing. Yeah. Right. And we we got excited because we started to make a little bit of money. Like YouTube, <laughs> at the time, you could like track how much you were making. And back then, if you had a small channel, it would make pennies a day, but you could see that. Whereas today, right. there's a threshold and you can't even monetize until you well, hit a certain amount. So right. Uh, so I got excited about seeing $10 in my account on YouTube. <laughs> and I was like, hey, we made $10 this month. Maybe next month we can do that again. You know, uh-huh. that's like an hour's worth of work. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Uh, you know, a couple wow. months later, after posting just some, some more tutorials, I think we got our first paycheck. And it was like, yeah, $100. It was like 100 bucks. $100. Wow. And I was still working full time while all this right. was happening. <laughs> like, right. I had a full time job. She was actually managing storage units. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we babies. had we had two kids, two little kids. Oh, my babies. gosh. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of other stuff going on, but I remember when we got our tax return, I was like, okay, if I can get a better editing software and nice a better camera, camera like we can, whatever. we can actually make this YouTube thing and take it seriously. Uh, so we, we took our entire tax return and I bought an iMac so that I could have iMovie. And wow. we got a, because <laughs> I heard iMovie was easy to use and the iMacs were really good for like artists and creators. Um, and so I wanted to have good equipment so that I could feel really proud about the content we were creating. Right. Um, and so then at that point, we really put a little bit, you know, that money into it. We put more time, effort, mental and it, thought. And it really set the stage for like, okay, yeah, this might actually work. And yeah. <laughs> and from now on, we want to try and reinvest whatever resources we do have. I mean, $100 was so much considering we made $600 a month to live right. off of right. as a family. Like that was crazy, $100. So that was a big, big deal. And then from that point on, we kind of were just like, let's reinvest, let's reinvest. That's the entrepreneur yeah. like mindset <laughs> he has. My family doesn't usually think of, <laughs> but it's like. And reinvesting not only financially, so but also mentally. So I was right. taking a lot of time. So I'd go on YouTube and I'd watch like videos on how to edit. Which they didn't have hardly anything of. That right. How now to, it's like you can learn anything. Like how to do better yeah. thumbnails, how to do better metadata, how to actually get more traction, how to make your videos more compelling. So I started like self-educating because I realized I really have no idea what I'm doing and I need to understand this better. Um, wow. And so I really started to dive into it with all of my spare time because I was like, we're getting paychecks now. We have a potential to make this a full-time thing, which right. is ultimately my dream is to be self-employed doing my stuff. I didn't even care what it was. I just wanted to do something right. that I owned, you know? Right. Um, and so having that drive to be able to quit my full-time job to do YouTube full-time really pushed me in all my spare time to learn. I think for a little while, we were just like, sweet. Like, I, I think we both felt good about it. We both, you know, we had lots of people challenge us and say, why are you putting your children on the internet? Why are you putting your family on the internet? You're in danger. 
or you know yeah, stalkers really whatever and we just felt good about it like right so i i never really felt like that held any weight um but there was a lot of naysayers mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people saying, you know, michael i i love Otherwise, I wouldn't say this, but, you know, and then they'd be like, you're, you're being crazy. You need to get yeah. a real job. You need to, yeah. you need to get more money, whatever, take better care of your family, whatever. And we were the crazy ones for yeah. sure, but especially at that time, you know, like, yeah. it wasn't, it was not, it wasn't like it is now where it's like every kid and their dog wants to be a YouTube star, yeah. you know, Next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it started out where we were kind of like, we were in this no man's land. You know, it wasn't right. more fear with the internet, I feel like. With the internet in general, with social media in general, right. YouTube was not like a viable career option Sustainable. That, that people were pursuing uh, regularly. And it's funny because, you know, even now, 2022, here, here, people tell them I'm a YouTuber. I do it full time. I've been doing it for six years full time. And I still get people today like, wait, really? How do you do that? Like, people <laughs> live off of YouTube as a career? And I'm like, yes, like, it's a thing. <laughs> it's been a thing for a long time. <laughs> it's, uh, and so it's funny because there's still that, even now, like, back then it was a big thing. But even now there's people that are shocked to hear wow. that people are living off of YouTube. Usually the older the person gets, the more yeah, well, the younger kids for sure. Well, they just grew up with it, you know. Yeah. We didn't right. realize we were we were getting in at a good time because it's so funny, you know. Oh, yeah. Ten years ago, when we started on YouTube, all the people that we were watching on YouTube who were doing it full time were saying it's too crowded, it's, it's too saturated, it's too late. You missed the boat. We were like, really? Oh, oh no. yeah. Ten years ago, people were saying oh, it's a chance, and. For us to come in like we did and to take as long as it took us, you know, we took a long time. It was not a quick, we were not thing a quick all. blow up. But I see even now this, this day and age, I'll see people come in with no experience, no subscribers, and they'll blow up a channel because there's just so many resources available to help people be successful on YouTube. And it's important, so important to not lose who you are when that happens because, you know, we had, we were the big ones. For a little while. <laughs> in, our group. in our group of friends, we were the big ones. The right? big YouTubers. <laughs> and like we brought, we had all these friends come in and like we started getting a big head and they were like, oh, one day we just want to be like you. Now they have like 5 million subscribers. Okay. Like <laughs> it was a slice of humble pie. Yeah. And we were like, man, you cannot predict. It is not oversaturated. And anyone that has passion and wants to jump in and do this and doesn't doesn't want to listen to all the naysayers that'll say, oh, you know, that's that's for the crazy people, the, the you know, <laughs> the tiny percentage that are going to make it. No, it's like it is a sustainable, actual job that can happen. Right. And you never know who's going to be successful with it. And it's important not to get prideful about it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a hard lesson, but it was a good one. It was like, yes, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So just going back a little bit, we started with her channel, which was the crafting tutorials. Right. And then we decided to add a, another channel into the mix. I think you were. Well, actually, we what? lost our job. Oh, and yeah. we were up until then really just coasting and like, oh, let's yeah, we got fired. another video. We totally got fired. And it, it just, 
it just felt like the world was caving in on us. Sure. Everything from that point changed. We had two weeks to get a job and a house and get out of the storage unit job. And we wow. were like, ah! it was life changing. And we yeah. prayed like crazy. And we ended up finding a job and a house just like in, within a week. And then we were wow. out of that house in one week instead of two. And from that point on, we were like, we need to take YouTube seriously. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> um, this could be everything for us. Yeah. And we felt right. really, really good about it. So then we started, like, it was crazy because he would go to work. Yeah. And he'd be gone for eight hours a day. And then he'd come home. And the kids, oh, man, they barely saw him. Because then I'd be like, okay, hurry up, eat dinner, get the kids to bed. Let's film a video. And then he'd sit. <laughs> And then he'd get up and go to work the next day. And it was like wow. the craziest lifestyle of hardly doing anything with our kids. It was hard. It was really hard. That was the grind. Yeah. I think yeah. that lasted for about two years, I want to say. Wow. I would, come, I would come home from work every day. We'd film a video. This is after we started our family channel. 14 mm-hmm. to. It was the end of 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was almost two years mm-hmm. of, of doing wow. that. Where I would go to work, I'd come home, we'd film, I would edit, I'd go to bed, and it'd all start over every it day. It was so hard. That's the stuff you, they don't You were putting out about. videos every day? We did daily, yeah. So mm-hmm. her craft channel, we were doing two videos a week, and we'd film those oh on God. Saturdays. And then on our family channel, we would do daily, and that was Monday, Friday, Tuesday, all through Sunday even. So nine wow. videos a week. For two years and this was we were not making hardly anything <laughs> well we were making, it, was, it was pennies you know we it, you know we were at a point where we were getting almost a paycheck a month by this point where we were making one to two hundred dollars a month and let's say wow. let's be real though you get a viral video that's not sustainable that doesn't right. last forever it's like a one-time paycheck sometimes right Slime! Whoa, it's crazy! We made like a hundred dollars. Yeah, we made a hundred dollars, and then it went back to pennies. (laughs) (laughs) You know, little increments of pennies, but it was—I mean, you know—I mean, unsustainable. But it was just like it was building, though. It was just so slow. So that was—that's the part they don't, you know, say. They don't tell you. They just—you see this beautiful, polished version of YouTube edited video. It's so advertising. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why everybody wants it as a job because it's like too good to be true. Well, it's, that's right. It is too good. It it is too good to be true. (laughs) You only see the good part. You do not see the hard. You don't see the grind. You don't see the work behind the scenes. Yeah. And that part is work. It's work. Yeah. 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 How did you. What what made the family channel take off the way it did? Like, how did you make that choice to go go further and deeper into that? Yeah. Well, we were posting daily on the Beach House, uh, our family channel. We had the kids involved, and we were really just trying to create a fun family channel. Something that, to me, I said, I am enjoying creating these videos enough to where I don't care if it takes me 10 years to be successful financially. I'm going right. to just keep doing it because it's fun, right? That had right. to be number one for me. Even, yes, I was a business and I wanted to make money. But if I wasn't just absolutely enjoying it, um, I would burn out long before we ever made enough money to make it worthwhile. Right. 
Um, right. So that was that was the goal. And, you know, we were doing daily, but it was about was two years. almost two years in. I think we had hit 10,000 subscribers on the Beach House. Wow. Um, Which was huge. That was like yeah. that's so hard to get to that point. It two years, so daily hard. videos. That was over 600 videos, 700 oh. videos. What did you wow. say we got for the video, like... Oh, we might have made a couple dollars per video. I mean, like, like, that. So, like views. It was oh, like maybe a thousand cu- views. A couple hundred views, maybe a thousand views per video. Yeah. We hit 10,000 wow. subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did. My brother came in and saved the day. This is kind of like the st- the bolt of lightning, you know, like yes. this absolutely random, unexpected. We weren't planning on this. Or we weren't like, this is going to go viral. We just did this crazy thing. Her brother spent a couple of months building a treasure hunt for us. My brother Ryan, he has to get credit. Yeah, he deserves some he credit here. deserves it. He changed everything for us. He he created this really cool, super detailed, super like authentic, realistic treasure hunt in our home. Built it into right. our house where we had to destroy walls. Like, you know, we had secret little passage things that we weren't, we didn't know were there. You know, it was like. We actually had no idea. We didn't, he just said, I'm doing something. You yeah. can film it later. And we're like, okay, just don't break anything. <laughs> yeah, and we're just thinking, oh, it'll be just a great, it on top it'll be a great there. video for our channel. No big deal. Well, we filmed it. It ended up being like, I think it was like 32 minutes long. It was like this big long treasure hunt. Took yeah. us half the day to film, and I was like, this is like super intricate, but it's really cool. I think people are gonna love it. Well, it did go viral. That was the wow. first real viral video and it got like, millions of views how many does it have now it it's got i think it's got over look it 40 right million views but it went like it took our channel from ten thousand subscribers and in 30 days we had a hundred thousand subscribers yeah Whoa. Oh, that one video yeah wow that yeah. was crazy and did they start going back and watching your other videos too i would imagine right yeah All those people. Um, not a ton not as much as i thought Actually, oh, okay. I expected there to be more because what happened was immediately after that, because we're daily. So it's our, 31 million 31 right million. now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, so immediately after that, the next day was just a regular family vlog, right? Because we're doing daily mm-hmm. and I didn't have right. another treasure hunt ready to no. go. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. I didn't even know it was going to go viral. Right. Um, and so that one got millions of views, but the next video just went back to normal viewership. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Maybe a couple more, vid- like a couple more people watching, but, but then not- they go, "Oh, this isn't a treasure hunt." Okay, they click away. <laughs> yeah, and so we're like, "This is a like we got a cool treasure hunt video. It's going viral. What do we do? Like, how do we, how do we make this <laughs> keep going? Right, right." Um, and so we talked to our friend uh, Daryl Leaves, who's like a big time YouTube guru, tutorial guy. Yeah. By that point, right. we had kind of made friends with some of the other YouTubers <clears throat> in the state of Utah, and kind of were like picking their brains, you know, what do we do? Collaborating. And he, he had seen that our video was just going nuts. And we were like, right. oh, we don't know how to handle this. We don't know what to do. And so he gave us one of the best pieces of advice that we've continued to implement and share with other people wanting to get started on YouTube. He said, take your best video, which for us was the treasure hunt. He said, do another video just like it. As, as similar as possible. Get a similar title, similar thumbnail. And that will <coughs> bring back all that traffic that's coming in because we're getting all these new subscribers, all these new people. Right. And then 
and YouTube's, YouTube's going to serve that second video right next to it. And so now people have something to watch and something else to watch on our same channel. And that took the spike and have that now become our new standard instead of just dipping right. back down. What right. do they call that? Tent poles, where like tent pole videos are kind of like your hero videos, your most amazing videos. You try right. to get as many of those as you can. And you have kind of medium content in between. But you can't do it all the time yeah. because it's really hard <laughs> unless you have... <laughs> No, easier videos to film than <laughs> so I was like, and he's like, do it as soon as you can. Do another treasure hunt video as soon as possible. And I was like, um, Ryan, <laughs> how quickly can you do it again? <laughs> oh my god! And he was like, that took me months. You know, he's been stocking up and writing these clues. I was like, well, we need another one as soon as possible. <laughs> so we from that point on, where we hired him. Yeah, we're like, we need you as our private treasure hunt maker yeah, right <laughs> right but, but then we you know we took the treasure that we had made or that we had gotten from the treasure hunt the very first treasure hunt we found the treasure and it was it looked like it was this huge chest full of money but it was really just a prop yeah. <laughs> he, had, <laughs> he had made these really cool um paper stacks and put one dollar bill on the top and one on the bottom and then nice so and it looked exactly like a ton of money think- but it was his rent for the month it was like <laughs> <or something. laughs> so- it looked like we got millions of dollars but it was 200 bucks right and, uh, and so we're like have we ever told anybody that oh i don't know, I don't know probably on our podcast Maybe. i think <laughs> But it's not something we talk about. No, a lot. Well, no, we want everybody to believe it. We don't want to spoil. Well, that's part of the reason why it has gone viral is because people think it's real. People legitimately yeah. believe that it's right. real. Our reactions right. were real reactions because it was not made by us. It was a surprise to us. So right. That was helpful in selling selling the, the idea. idea that it was real. So yeah. we took that treasure chest, we put it on a shopping cart, we went to a grocery store, and we paid for people's groceries. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of our follow-up big treasure video. And it actually did really well. It did. It had the desired effect. Yeah. But meanwhile, right. Ryan spent the next, I think, four months mm-hmm. building oh my a treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. That, and it, I think he spent two or $3,000. He's a perfectionist, and he does a very good job. Yeah. I mean, it wow. wouldn't have been beautiful yeah. if it wasn't a very good job. He's an and artist so... and a perfectionist. And he definitely... <laughs> He took what was everything that was good about the first treasure hunt, and he probably doubled or tripled oh, the wow. second video. It was insane. So cool. Yeah. And you didn't like, know about, like, you didn't, so it was like you were still going to be surprised when you did it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We, we, we just said, we trust you. We know that you're creative enough. Do what you're going to do, and we will just film the video. And he's like, got it. <laughs> Yeah, and so the first treasure hunt was in our house, and the second treasure hunt was in their childhood home that they grew up in, which was oh my gosh. house. And uh, it had all these nooks and crannies that we had known about growing up, but was unused space because they, you know, in these old houses, they'd add on these little things everywhere and not fill in the gaps. And so he had a use for all some those Some secret gaps. rooms he and found, trap doors. He did. And... He found all those things, and it was like, Insane. You name it, he could do it. Oh, and so yeah. we just kept awesome. utilizing his skills. And 
he was for sure at this point on full-time payroll. You know, we were, you know, we, at this point we're making enough money. You know, I had quit my job at this point and I oh my was gosh. full-time and. Which, yeah, that was a big, big deal. Yeah. That was a big deal. It was like, yeah. we wanted to quit after the money we would make on YouTube would replace whatever income he, he could make, yeah. you know. But we quit before that. It was a leap of faith, and we were like, we just felt good about it. We felt like it would be okay. Your channel was actually going viral. Yeah. You had she had a video on her channel where she did she was pregnant. And she did this like zombie baby maternity costume where the baby's like <laughs> face out of her yeah. belly, like you know, this yeah. kind of bloody or whatever looking. It and was really it was gross. a little bit edgy. I didn't even want to do it. He she said, did not want to do it. He at said all. people love zombies. I don't love zombies. She hated zombies. <laughs> So we're like, let's do the zombie video, and it got it went even more viral than the treasure. Hunt. I think that's our most viral video that we've ever really, done. yeah, done. And that one actually went viral first. That was our first big hit home run. I can't find it. It triggers YouTube um, doesn't promote it anymore. And they don't like it because it's too <laughs> it's too gory. too gory. I guess. Oh jeez. Last I checked, it was like sixty million, which was like oh my gosh. Even now that's insane. Yeah. You know that's right. So- yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but that was actually our first home run. That was in February uh, that that one took off, which is kind of weird because we posted it before Halloween. It actually took a right. couple months to, to spike and take off. But, and that was, I was still working full time and that went pop, popped in February. And then we were making more money on YouTube at this point, February, March, April. It wasn't till I think it was July or June that I was like, okay. It's still making more money on YouTube. It's still doing better. Like, I think I can quit my job, and it's not just going to come crashing back down. We had right. thought about quitting before that, and it did come crashing down right before we were about to be like, okay, let's quit. <laughs> we are like, oh, this is terrifying. It was terrifying because that right. is the thing about YouTube is that it is, it is uh, decided by – YouTube. You have no control. You have no control. Right. And one day it might be totally fine, and the next day it might get flagged for some reason. Or, you right. know, like, there's it was risky. And that part was hard because it was up and down and up and down. I don't, I mean, it's not like a normal job. You don't get 3000 a month every single month, you know. Right. No matter how much work you put in. It's like, it's not easy to do that. Except... We did realize that there's value in having a consistent amount of viewers for each video. And that is probably the only way that people do get a pretty consistent number each. So a lot of people were looking at, looking at us and going, you had these viral videos. Ah, I can't wait till I get to that point. But they're getting 100,000 videos or 100,000 views on every single video. And we right. didn't realize that that is actually better, better yeah. worth right. more right. than one giant viral crazy video and then going back to a, a thousand views a video <laughs> so it's changed so much on our perspective because we're like now we know really what to strive for is consistent viewers even right. if it's only a thousand right. you know yes it might be only a thousand but those people love you and care right. about you and you're able to build a community that 
that is more than just somebody who's going to come in and click and watch one video and then be like, okay, I'm done with them forever. You know? Right. No. So it's, it's interesting. Lots of hard lessons. <laughs> so you guys are, uh, you know, it's incredible because you, you started as the pioneers in the, in the space and, you know, my kids don't even understand what life would be like without YouTube, you know, and, yeah. and how that would even look like it, it's changed the, the dynamic of our entire world really with oh, yeah. video on demand for anything. Yeah. But the thing that's, that's super interesting is that, you know, of all the people that could be out there and, and influencing our children poorly and making channels about it, there are people like you guys that are doing incredible content and it's like, Oh, thank goodness. Like if I, you know, if I come in and my daughter's watching your channel or any of my kids, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, at least they're watching the beach house. You know what I mean? Like there's so much other stuff they could be watching. That's bad. And I appreciate that so much that you guys have, have held to creating great content, you know, and, and that's, it's, I mean, it's so, um, reassuring to know that like when when I told my daughter today that I had you on the show and she was like oh my gosh that's and I'm like oh okay good then you know she's I know she's watching great content um this is kind of a interesting question and and I've chatted with a few people about it but I, I want it straight from the horse's mouth so to speak so you're creating these videos you found what goes viral and what's working and what was getting the views and part of it is your job now and part of it is what supports your family and and so you've kind of unlocked this key that works for you guys how have you dealt with the repetitiveness of having to do videos that are so similar and the same and and that monotony of like oh my gosh if i do one more treasure hunt video i'm gonna like die uh but that's people are watching and that's what the kids love. And so like, how have you figured out how to balance that? Have you figured out how to balance it? You know, what do you, what do you guys do? Man, that's such a good question. Um, There's I, definitely some things that are not fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, it hits, it hits home because the reality is there is a, a level of monotony that comes with filming scripted, you know, adventure stories. When we're doing our vlogs, it's just daily life. I feel like right. that's just their life. So it's like, I don't right. really get burned out on that. But if right. I have to film something that our audience specifically wants, um, that's not necessarily exciting to me, uh, yeah, that's hard. I, I definitely We're struggling get, with that right now. We have... Yeah. I definitely get tired of that. Um, especially yeah. when I'm like, my creative mind, like I've always loved to like do, I loved reading fantasy novels. I love reading reading books and watching adventure movies. And so I feel like I, I love consuming creative content. I love to create creative content. Um, and so my creative mind enjoys that process of coming up with a new fun story. But I feel like uh, with our viewers, it's like they just want the same thing every single time. Because we have, you know, we have a certain video that does really well. So then it brings in that specific audience that love that certain type of video that does really well. And then when we post something that's different, they're like, where's my favorite content? They're like, hey, we want, that. we want you to do the other type of video. And they'll say it. They say it very blatantly. The comments are full. And uh, so... Where's the bad 
we have bandits videos that we did for a while. Right. And those are exhausting because I, <laughs> I have a hard time not being real. I have a hard time right. not, not um, being authentic or my sure. usual self. And so we found we were doing these bandit videos and it's not that we won't do them again because there's a place for them. It's fun. It's pretend it's just play, you know, but if you do 20 of them in a week, <laughs> you don't get to be yourself for that week, you know, because you have to be in it and like pretending like there's suspense that there's, that is not really there. <laughs> it wears on you. It does. So, right. you know, when you're trying to create this type of content, that's really, we, we already know that's going to perform well. You know, if we create a bandit video, for example, like she said, I know it's going to do well on our channel. And so I want to invest this time and effort into it. But now I have to be a writer. I have to be a director. Uh, I have to right. be the videographer, An actor, actor uh, you know, producer, you know, there's like so many roles that I'm playing that it's very exhausting mentally, creatively to where I'm like, I need a break. And after a couple of weeks, I'm like, I still want to break. Like, I just don't want to do it anymore. Uh, and in, in a way, I'm a little bit spoiled because we are at a point where we're doing well enough financially um, that I can take a break. Like, I can. That's a, a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can stop doing the videos that I don't really want to do. And I can do just the stuff that I want to do. Right. Even if it means, yeah, we're not going to make as much money. But at least I can do what I want to do. Right. It's not going to burn me out if that makes sense right yeah to a point where we were making daily videos so that's seven mm-hmm. plus i think we added it up once and it was like well we had a few extra channels we'd start oh yes we had a point. bunch of extra channels we were like this is our livelihood we're gonna do it amazing i heard we're not gonna get burned out like all those other youtubers oh, oh that was a mistake we, i think we were filming 13 videos a week oh my gosh something it was across it was all of our different across channels. all of them to try and keep them all afloat and i really felt like the quality of all of them kind of just went down because right. i couldn't put that much effort and energy into all of these videos and have them all stay afloat and all be successful it was like too much and it was too much strain on not only us but our kids and a uh, family that was around us that would help us with our kids if we needed you know, to be able to film ones with just the adults or whatever. And that, and that, and we got to this strange place where we didn't know we were people pleasing the world. And right. <laughs> yeah. That's not possible. Right. <laughs> we would get comments, you know, Oh, I want you to do this or I want you to do that. And it just felt like we didn't have a say in our own life and that, right. oh, if I film this, you know, we could get backlash for that. Or I know we'll get backlash for this because of this other video we got backlash for a long time ago. So we started right. to self, we were starting to self edit our lives. Oh yeah. And not post what, who we really were not being ourselves. We just weren't showing, we started showing less and less. Right. And it, it hurt. Less of less of like real life. Yeah. Who we right. really are. There was a lot less fear going into it when we first started because we were like, eh, nope. you know, I'm not. Nobody's watching. 
Nobody's watching. I'm not getting any corrections from people. I'm not getting any backlash. I'm just going to film whatever I do every day, you know. And after right. a while of people saying, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> that wears on you, especially being a people pleaser. Right. So we had to kind of take a step back for a while because, and when I say a while, I mean, it's been a couple we of We took years. about a year, almost yeah. a year off. And we say a year wow. off. What we've done is given it's it's been on life support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like barely just you know there's one a, there's one other piece that goes into that, if you don't mind me going a little bit deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd love it. So not only were we feeling burned out creatively, um, but then so we're getting on from the viewers, right? Telling us that they want us to create content, we're getting tired of that type of content. But then on the other hand, on YouTube side, YouTube comes in and is also kind of cracking down on creators because this is about, this is right before COVID. This was the end of 2019. Um, There's this whole fiasco going on with honestly, a lot of creators creating really bad content for kids. Right. Like using kids in really bad ways abusing children creating content that frankly is damaging to kids and making millions of dollars like there's these creators just making huge raking it in and taking advantage of the algorithm and what kids are gullible and going to click on um and so there was this huge crackdown on creators creating content for kids and because even though we've never specifically targeted children with our content we're really trying to go for more of a family and a general audience, but because viewership is children, we got slapped for along with everybody else in the space. And a lot of our content was becoming demonetized and we weren't making money on it anymore. Um, Videos were getting uh, flagged and deleted by YouTube and they gave us strikes on our channel. And we were this close actually to having them take down our channel completely and delete it. And so, we've so invested so much time, so much effort, oh so much gosh. So there's this it was damaging panic to our mode. mental health. <laughs> wow. So I actually went through, and at this point, I think we had, you know, probably over 1,300 videos on our channel. Oh, my gosh. Because uh, we'd been doing it for so many years, right? Right. Um, and so I had to go through our whole channel, and I actually deleted over a year's worth of videos. Oh my gosh. Uh, a lot of the videos were ones that were like, oh, you know, we're just going to film our everyday life. We're going to film, you know, uh, things that, you know, a messy house or this or that. But, you know, they started really getting worried about children on YouTube and what they were being exposed to. And we had a lot of people coming in from, uh, I guess, YouTube itself and saying, you know, you're not allowed to have children that have messy faces that's like child abuse or that's neglect. Um, so we would be like, we couldn't have our kids eat any food. So if any videos had them eating food, we had to delete those videos. If the kids were wearing bathing suits in the pool, we had to delete those videos. If the kids get a scrape. They have to wear clothes when they swim at all times yeah. now in videos. And we don't film them eating anything. It's just a rule like that. And so it's it's really frustrating because that interferes with your normal life. Yeah, right. You can't at that point be like going into it like what we thought it was, which was 
hey, there's people filming their everyday lives and making money off of it. No, now it's starting to affect our everyday life and change our everyday life. And we have to edit our everyday life. And that was like, that was painful for us. That was like hard. Yeah. And not only were we getting hurt by YouTube for the content that we created years ago when it was not bad, right? Right. When it wasn't the rules. Right. Uh, um, but also we were getting in trouble for bad con- comments on our videos. So like, if, <laughs> Even the ones we didn't, we weren't making the comments. Right. Yeah. No, not <laughs> right, us. Like right. a girl or a jerk or bad guy comes on our videos and he's swearing or he's saying inappropriate things because of his comment, we are getting in trouble. What? From YouTube. Yeah. Oh because gosh. kids make the comments. Yeah. And so even a swear word or a link to some other bad place, which happens, you know, it's the internet. People are free on the internet to do whatever they want. So like almost all of our comments on all of our videos got turned off for a really long time. So it was like whirlwind. Uh, And then on top of that, then there's COPPA. So YouTube has been collecting user data on children because the children you know, we're creating accounts, they're creating profiles. Or they were using their parents' accounts. Um, and so as the kids are watching all of our videos, <coughs> you know, YouTube is looking at what content they're watching and creating a profile for this viewer, right? So they can serve right. them targeted ads specific to that viewer's interests. Right. Well, that viewer happens to be under the age of 13. And so because YouTube's collecting data on this viewer and that goes, that violates... <laughs> Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, which is COPPA, uh, YouTube gets hit with a fine from the federal government, and now YouTube's getting all this heat, and they turn around and just pass it on to the creator and say, you, creator, now are going to be responsible to to tell us, YouTube, if your video's content is created for kids or not for kids. This is what I did. It was really hard because... We, you know, we have this life and it's going great and we're filming it. So then we start, it starts getting narrower because, oh, we can't do that because, you know, we'll get backlash from our audience. Then it gets a little bit narrower because, you know, YouTube. We'll get says, backlash from YouTube. We'll get backlash from YouTube. And then it gets narrower and narrower. And, and we'll get we, backlash from the government. <laughs> we'll get backlash from the government. And then we're like, we're going to get backlash from ourselves just feeling guilty. <laughs> All these things. And I mean, and the thing is, here's the crazy part. We were not putting up bad content. Not at all. It was normal everyday life families. You know, like I even still am like, wow, I can't can't do this or that. But I mean, there's obvious reasons for it. And I am not against uh, the work that has been done to protect children. Like. I have children. I don't even let my kids watch YouTube. <laughs> I let them watch our home videos. Our videos. <laughs> a few of my friends that I have pre-watched to make sure that they're safe. So I'm not against that. I just can't live that way all the time. Right. And right. feel like I am living a full life. And so we had to take a step back. It was yeah. necessary for our mental health and only now have we realized it's almost like we were in a, an abusive relationship because <laughs> 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 we're trying to please this unpleasable being you know that's just right we but that also gives us love sometimes <laughs> and right it's this abusive relationship where they're like 
providing us all the things that we need. And if we don't do everything that they say exactly like they want us to, then they hurt us. And we're like, that's kind of weird. It's yeah. Kind of weird yeah, it is kind of weird. But, you know, we are coming at it after taking a step back and it's in such a more healthy way. We're like, okay, we know what could happen. We still have to be us no matter what. If we choose to not post something, that's okay. But we're not going to let our life and our emotions and our mental health right. go like this up and down with every twist and turn um, because it just, we can't live that way. It's not sustainable. And so we're taking a really different approach and it's more, what's our passion? We're going to post right. it. What do we want to create, you know, what, what do we enjoy creating that our audience will hopefully still like. And if, if our old audience doesn't like it and they unsubscribe and leave, but we bring in a new audience that does like more authentic beach family, then right. that's just what we're going to do. And it's a right. really hard change because we know one in one way we could be making so much money and oh, like sure. so well. Right. But we had to face some really hard choices. Like for right. instance, if we chose to make our our channel for kids, then we had to, um, well, we would be punished because we would make less money. Um, we would be oh getting put off kids app and they don't make as much money there. So we would have to like go crazy with our content, make so much more to be able to make the same amount we were making before. Or the other option they gave us was to make more adult content and say, Throwing a swear word here and there, you know, make sure that it's for adults. Which, I mean, just <laughs> to, we started going down this path that was like, well, let's make some house videos and let's make some kind of more dark, eerie suspense, you know, let's. Scary. And, yeah. And it hurt because, you know, we would have my nieces that would watch the videos and go, I have had nightmares for a week from that. <laughs> I mean, we're not trying to do that. We were just thinking, what happened? Honey, right? And then it was like, wow, we really have to make a decision. Yeah, we can't just go with flow and have our life dictated by somebody who's saying either become more childish, childish, or, or, more, adult. or more adult. You can't be right. this good in between. <laughs> And we were. We were this good in between that's like applicable. It's kind of like a, I don't know, when you find a really good movie that's like the whole family can enjoy. And it's right. enjoyable, you know, for the adults because it has kind of some funny humor, but then like the kids love it and maybe something could go over their head, you know, but that's kind of where we fit in. And there just wasn't really right. almost like a category for that because it's just all so good or so adult (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) so you guys have gotten into some other things along the way i mean it sounds as though you're entrepreneurs to the bone and and it it probably there's probably no going back so you were involved in real estate and i mean even you were doing crafts early on and, and doing stuff like that so you know, what, what other things are you guys into these days as well? I mean, I know you're, you're kind of getting back into the other stuff, but what else are you up to? Yeah. So, um, we're actually doing a couple things that are really fun, um, to to try to diversify our income. Uh, one of them is we started creating treasure hunts that were digital, uh, on, on, 
online that people could then download and print right. off at home. Uh, yeah. So we kind of wanted to offer something. We've got all these viewers that love the treasure hunts. They love the theme. Let's give them something that they can buy. Um, right. That's kind of beach house theme uh, in that spirit. And right. it's actually done pretty well. We've had a lot of people go in and download it. And, it's, and we do a free version. And then there's a paid version that people can get if they want to get more right. clues or whatever. Uh, kind of create a treasure hunt for their kids. And I want to do more of that type of stuff where we're offering something that's specifically catered to our audience's needs and wants. Right. Um, that's really fun for them. And so I want to do like a Christmas themed one right now. The one we've got mm-hmm. is like pirate themed. I want to do like a Christmas themed treasure hunt download one. That's like right. different holidays, uh, you know, different fun. Just give fun people things. a reason to, I mean, they're coming back for treasure hunts to watch these treasure hunt videos and they can't get enough of it. So why not just let them bring it into their own lives and get to, get live, to it, live it you know? and experience it instead of just watching it and experiencing yeah. it. That kind of like those, Toy unwrapping videos, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. Get the present yourself. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's just one thing that we're doing to try to help, you sure. know, increase our revenue that's generated from YouTube um, to be yeah. able to sell sell them something. Um, Continuing to innovate, right? Now, right? Yeah. yeah, our whole goal right now is to diversify our income enough that we are not reliant on the fluctuations of YouTube and our emotions don't go up and down with YouTube. <laughs> so we can, you know, have not all of our eggs in one basket and be sustained outside of YouTube. That way, whatever we put on YouTube, it's not going to be life changing if it gets taken right. down or it's not exactly. going to be just, yeah, we won't be so controlled yeah. <laughs> and it won't right. feel much more like, no, this is my passion. This is who I am unapologetically. Um, because we don't feel like we're ever going to be done with YouTube. As long right. as it's a platform, as long as it's up, we feel really good about doing what we've done. And it's had a lot of good impact in people's lives. In more ways than just financially, we've had a lot right. of people reach out to us and say that our family videos have inspired them to want to live a better life. It's um, true. Yeah. And to have their own family one day, like a lot of, we do get a lot of younger audience, but a lot of those right. you know younger kids that watch our videos say, "Oh my gosh, like I you know my parents fight all the time. I didn't realize that you know a husband <laughs> and wife can have a good relationship. That they watch us and they see yeah. what true love can look like, and they thought it was just a fairy tale, you know, in movies. And they're like, and they'll meet us in real life and be like, I thought you would, I thought you were faking. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, no." <laughs> We are. <laughs> so it's like that kind of like impact that legacy of like what we're doing right. to change even the end might not change the world, but for some people we're changing their world. And that is like so fulfilling. It's so right. fun. That's really cool. Right. You know, to be able to have that. Well, and it's inspired all sorts of interesting things, you know, in, in our household uh, because of you guys and some of your colleagues that do similar type stuff. Uh, you know, our kids now it's put the pressure on me, you know, it's like, Hey dad, what family challenge are we doing this week? You know, and and like, what are we going to do? And, and, you know, like, okay, we're going to video it and we're going to, we're going to create videos like they do it. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's created even more past uh, the impact. Maybe you think because it's changed a dynamic 
within families to be creative and go, okay, well, they're doing that and they're posting on it all the time. And our kids are watching it like, okay, we need to step up. Like we got to step up and create things and experiences that we can do with our kids. And, uh, and, and it's really cool. You know, like uh, we, we had a, you know, we have six in our family. Right. And so, one time we did a music video challenge, you know, and we all had to come up with our own. We don't post them. We're not building a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. I was like, great. Tell but, your channel. <laughs> you could probably find it if uh, you go look hard enough. But one time we did a, we picked random items and we had to make a sales video, you know, and it just cool. fun things. And it's, and it's all inspired from you guys, the pioneers that went out and did it in the beginning and, and figured out these things. And now the kids, are all looking at that. And like I said, you guys create great content. We appreciate it so much. And, and I know that there are, you know, probably millions of families out there that, that feel the same way and and we appreciate it so much. And, and I know it's, it's hard because as I talk to many business owners that want to start a YouTube channel or have already started a YouTube channel and they're looking to monetize, you know, I have, clients that that are trying to get to that point when they can't even monetize and and they're like well i hit this one viral video just like you said and they're like but i don't want to make content like that 100 percent on my channel like i that was just one thing but they're like but if i don't how do i make money and i mean you guys just ex- explained it and described what I hear so often. And so I hope this will resonate so much with our audience and those that are building content and building YouTube. It's, it's a great platform. And yet I think there are a lot of growing pains that maybe YouTube didn't even plan for when they began years ago in that now there's all these social dynamics and challenges that people are having to deal with that, that maybe you know, you can't have AI on the background, you know, and so many times videos get pulled because they've all installed these AI systems that are like, oh, they said this word, we're pulling that video down and it has nothing to do, you know, it's out of context. And I, I feel like the the interesting part is that it's probably going to have to go back towards a space where real humans get involved and not AI uh, being so easily and quick to pull things off, you know, like, Hey, maybe they should have an actual person look at your account and go, yeah, this account is good, but they don't. And, and, and getting a hold of somebody to do it is like ridiculous. So maybe, maybe in my, uh, you know, skewed thinking, maybe somebody in YouTube will catch this sometime and go, Oh, you know, maybe we ought to have a real person look at these accounts so that we can see that they're good instead of a robot, you know, but I hope that's the case for you guys. I I know you guys produce great content and, and as a parent, I'm incredibly grateful and appreciative that you guys do it and that you put your uh, lives on the line to do it. And that you put your family's lives in, in, uh, harm's way, so to speak, uh, to create great content for our children and, and so many families out there. So we appreciate you so much and we appreciate the, the efforts and work that you guys do. Um, for our entrepreneurs, cause that's mostly our audience is just entrepreneurs out there, uh, working to build their businesses and, and live through the hard times like you guys have. 
maybe we can share with them your channel and, and, and or any of your channels that you'd like them to go visit so that they can see and understand. Now they have the, the backstory behind it to understand like, Hey, okay, there, there was a cost for that. And, and yeah. you guys went through the ups and downs and it's not just the pretty, but they can go see the final results so that they can understand. So share with us where they should go and, and how they should find you and what they should go look at. Yeah, for sure. So our main channel is our family channel, which we've talked a lot about today is the beach house. Uh, her channel, which used to be the crafting channel, it used to be called Pins and Things. They changed it to be, uh, it's called now Becca Beach. And that's where cool. she really does more of her, whatever she wants to do. The biggest shift right. is no more crafts and all that stuff, but mostly just showing our life and it's more daily videos now. But um, before we do go, I wanted to say one other thing on the topic of like what we're doing to diversify right now. Another thing oh, that yeah. I'm doing, I'm kind of helping to consult and counsel with with businesses and any individuals who are wanting to get into YouTube, um, nice. help them fast track that learning, that, that process, right. everything that I've learned. Cause I've been, I mean, I've been in the trenches on YouTube for a decade now and I've learned so much like That's actual like, hands on valuable lessons, uh, street smart, so to speak from being in it. Um, and right. now I'm, I'm helping people learn. Um, and so I've actually got a couple of people that have hired me to help kind of, help manage their channel, help consult with them on what type of content to create and why. Um, But we're doing something really cool. We just moved to Missouri and here in the state of Missouri, we are going to be hosting in-person live meetups every month with anybody that wants to get into the space of YouTube. Even if they're not already in YouTube as a creator, but they're wanting to get started uh, either as a creator or a business wanting to, use YouTube as for marketing, um, come to the meetups and we can help kind of teach, collaborate, network. Uh, We had that back in YouTube or in Utah before we moved here. Um, And that I can honestly say is one of the biggest keys to our success was having a community of creators that we could learn from and support each other. Mm -hmm. And so we're wanting to put that out here too. So, And I want to say we have talked a lot today about a lot of the negative things but it has been <laughs> the most incredible experience of our lives yes and changed everything um and i, I just do it all i'm so again, grateful for, sure. for it i would too and i i am so grateful for it and it has been incredible so i wouldn't deter anybody from starting sure. their own and working towards it um because it is a huge incredible amazing blessing and it has changed our lives for the best but you know, I did want to share a little bit of this, the behind the scenes of what's not so glamorous, but um, everything else is like, I mean, we're not stopping. We're not stopping right. it. We still feel great about it. And still our dream job and we're loving still our it. Dream job, and we're really, really grateful for what we've been able to accomplish and what we're going to accomplish. I love that. And the funny part is that you're like, oh, I don't want to be negative. I'm like, you know what? If everybody was negative in the way you were just negative, which was mostly positive, then we would be in a much better world right now. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think it was negative at all. I, I, it's really great for entrepreneurs to just be able to hear both sides. And that's why we do, uh, these interviews and, and get different entrepreneurs with different businesses on to share some of those experiences because I believe it, you know, I think YouTube's a great space to be in and, and so many people haven't realized 
its true potential yet. And I don't know that we're, I don't know that we're close yet. I think we're just touching the tip of the iceberg and it's going to be people like you that have already weathered the storm and, and can lead us uh, in the direction we need to. So all of you guys out there, you need some help with YouTube, look them up. I bet he can help. I bet they can help. And I bet that, uh, that you can speed up your journey a lot faster. So go look them up and, uh, and get in touch. What's the best way they can get in touch if they wanted to do some consulting with you? Um, so we've got a Facebook group, uh, called the Missouri YouTubers group. Okay. That's where that's, that's going to be my most public facing contact Great. Spot is through YouTube. It's, it's not quite. We need to make a website. We should do that. I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really the beginning stages, but it's something he's always awesome. asked about and always doing consulting anyway. So yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being on the show today. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing with us the behind the scenes. I know there are going to be some people that benefit greatly. And and thank you again for the great influence you guys have had on our children and our family. And uh, we look forward to more videos from you guys and and watching you continue to grow. So thank you so much for being a guest today. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.